finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. One, I, tell, I did it early, I did it early. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hello everyone, welcome to Do It With Dan. I'm your host, Dan I know I don't do it as good as my narrator, sort of voiceover man. However, I'm back with another edition of the episode, another episode of the podcast. I got it right that time. My guest today is, um, I, I'm going to call you Lauren Armstrong before I call you the Laurenator, so that people know who you are before I uh, invoke your new name. Uh, Lauren Armstrong okay. is pretty freaking gangster. I'm allowed to swear on here because it's explicit. She's fucking gangster. She, just 24 hours ago, was it 24 hours ago? Yeah. About 24 hours, something like that. Gave some kick butt, kick ass, kick bottom, absolutely breathtakingly, mind-bendingly, reality reconstructingly amazing content in relation to human design, which is a very, very, very kick ass system that I'm going to tell you a little bit more about today. Uh, I'm going to let Lauren direct you on where you can find out more information. We're not going to be doing a class here today. We're going to be talking about the grooviness that is this within the context of a very random conversation that evolved from a very structured conversation that Lauren and I entered into the first time we made human acquaintance over the internet. And we're talking about her doing some stuff with my group coaching. And as a result of that, on top of, here we are. <laughs> on top of yesterday, we're here giving you guys something. So, Lauren Aster, which I can now call you. For the folks who yeah. haven't met you yet in digital form, who the flip-flops are you? And what the flip-flops are you about, Mama Sita? My gosh, this, I feel like that is the most, you know, impressive introduction of all time. But um, <laughs> my name is Lauren Armstrong, like you just said. Um, and I, what I do is I help entrepreneurs leverage their human design or the way that they're energetically wired. So if you've never heard of human design, I'll give you a little brief background in a minute. But um, I help them leverage their human design or how they're energetically wired in their business to create more flow and ease and finances and joy because we're all doing things we think we should. Um, and we need to get back to who we are and what we love and the money will follow. That's my belief anyway. So it's also how the human design system works which is really, really fun to talk about. And so this kind of conversation came out of that whole should mm -hmm. element of like, we're doing what we think we should do. And I was like, oh yeah, did you know about this? And then now here we are. So it's kind of <laughs> a, fun, a fun transition, a fun way to, to get here. Yes. Yeah, so we organically came to this organic conversation, specifically talking about leveraging the flow of human design to break belief mm -hmm. systems and create new belief patterns. As we were talking, both yeah. found out that we were fans of my good old mate, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And we're talking about breaking the habit of being yourself, all that good mind shifting mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, did you know that you could use human design and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, let's make this another podcast. As, as, yeah. as many of you yeah. were really organic. And uh, I, I wanted to learn what the Laurenator had to say about this and thought it'd be cool for you guys to hear at the same time. So that's it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So what human design is in general, for those of you who have never heard of it, I'm not going to go into like all the types and all of that fun stuff. Um, but essentially it's a system that's a combination of like the I Ching, astrology, chakras, quantum physics, um, Kabbalah, all enrolled in one encompassing system. So it's basically based on your time of birth, um, time, date, place of birth. If you don't have your chart yet, or you have no idea what I'm talking about, if you go to mybodygraph.com, it's not my site, but they give you a free um, information about 
what your chart looks like. You can download it, go to the info tab, and you can see all of this good juiciness. What I'm going to share today is like one step further, maybe not even one step, a couple steps further <laughs> down the basics of, of human design, but it's because I'm actually using it right now in my life, and I feel like everybody needs to know about this, and so <laughs> I'm like super excited to like share it from the rooftops, and I don't care how advanced it is in the human design world. So, um, yeah, we were talking about this concept of like, I, I was reading the book, um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and the the theme that kept coming up for me when I was reading that book, and I don't know if it came up for you too, Dan, but it was like, okay, the hardest part of that to me seemed like figuring out what the patterns were that you were, that you needed to become aware of in order to break them. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, like I have a process or a system in order to do that thing, like no place, no thing, nowhere. Right. Like that, that was, clear to me, but it was like, okay, but what am I coming in with? Like, I want to, I want to be intentional about these patterns that are coming up for me and how do I break them and how do I notice them? And so what I noticed in my human design chart is there in human design, there are self themes and there are not self themes for the nine centers of your body graph. So there are nine different centers and they're all responsible for different types of energy Um, in your life. And so if they are defined or closed or colored in, if you're brand new to to human design and you're looking at your chart and being like, what does she mean by that? It's just, there's a color in the center that's defined. And that means you have consistent access to that energy and it's a part of who you are and who you're, you're here to be. Mm -hmm. If it's white or undefined, what that means is that you're taking in energy from the external world, amplifying it, And it's not necessarily you. Got it. So there's not self themes that pop up for open centers. It's also where you have the the opportunity to create the most wisdom because you aren't so secure in like that energy is mine. It's like, okay, you can be very objective in those centers, right? Like there's, but most of us are living in this, in our open centers and not self themes. We've picked up conditioning throughout our lives and it's not us. And then what our head does is it takes all the information from the open centers and it creates shoulds and it creates patterns and it creates negative self-talk and it creates all the things we think we should do because our centers are open and we don't have consistent access to that energy. So what could it look like if you looked at all of your open centers and were aware of when they're playing out in your mind? Ooh. Yeah. Okay, we're going to roll back again, because <laughs> I thought I knew what you were going to talk about, and now I'm like, ooh. So yeah. let's roll this back. So Breaking the okay. Habit of Being Yourself is a book by one of my teachers, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that talks about how you can start basically reconstructing the con- your idea of who you are outside of the lens of what you've been told you should be, your childhood patterns that you were given between the ages of two and seven, all that good stuff, environmental Mm -hmm. influences, what your parents said you were supposed to be. So if you're basically living out a life now that's got unhappiness in your relationships or in your energy levels or in your health or in your finances, you no longer need to be a slave to those. You can basically rewrite the program and be something else. But what basically has stumbled on is that there's a crossover in human design so you can go to mybodygraph.com, as Laura later said, or you can head over to Jovian Archive. I actually prefer the Jovian Archive maps myself. Okay. Yeah. It still looks like a robot cyborg. Medical chart. <laughs> but I get that one a bit more, maybe just experience. But anyway, 
when you look at your chart, there are different sets. You've got, um, there's like a triangle here, a triangle there. There's something here, there's something there. And each one of those little shapes of which there are nine correlates mm -hmm. to a different energy center in your body. Yeah. And based on, and, and, and again, this all depends on your belief system, but I, I studied a book about 15 years ago that actually broke down the science of how comes when we're born at different times, we have different energy signatures. And the long and short of it is, there are different energy signatures moving through the universe at yep. any given time. And when you are incarnating in physical form, you're basically being printed or at least who you are is informed by those energy signatures that, at that time. That then evolved into horoscopes and stuff like that. But at its root, it's basically the energy moving through the universe at your point of birth informs your capacity for processing different forms of energy in different energy centers. As a result, here you have these nine centers, some of which are defined as in they're locked in, they've got a clear pattern and others mm -hmm. which are open and on your chart, it looks blank or white. They're basically open to interpretation. And because they don't have their own story, they're taking in stories from the environment. Now, yep. if I've got you right, Lauren Ata, and you will correct, yep. essentially what you've stumbled on is you can actually use these open centers, the part of your life that they relate to based on human design and have a clear map to identifying almost potential potholes in your life for you running on someone else's patterns. Yeah. <clears throat> Did I understand it correctly? Yep. 1000%. Yep. Yeah. Beautifully said, beautifully summarized. Loved it so much. That, that is exactly what I'm saying. So because the, each of these centers have a different kind of, signature or theme. So we, we say like the self theme or like the high expression and the low expression of each of the centers. And so each of the, the centers, if you, if you look into them, they have a question that they want you to answer if you have it open or undefined. And Ooh. so when you look at those questions, you can really start seeing them show up in your life. They literally give you like a cheat sheet of like what to look at <laughs> in your life. That's like a common theme for you. It's so helpful. Um, so do you want me to go through each of the centers? Would I want to know these centers, Mama Sita. You go and okay. tell them. Okay. <laughs> don't tell them, Mama. You go and tell them. Okay. So there's nine, like we were mentioning before. So there's your head or crown, which is a triangle up at the top. So I'm going to go from the top to the bottom. There's your anja, which is the upside down triangle. Um, there's the throat, mm -hmm. the G center, the heart or ego, the solar plexus, the sacral. Mm-hmm the spleen and the root. I think they got all of them. Yeah. So um, that's, those are the centers. And so then I want to kind of go through what does that mean? Like what, what do each of them stand for? So if you're looking at your chart and you see that you have some defined, some undefined, that's totally normal. If you have all of them defined, that's very rare. If you have all of them undefined, you are a reflector. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's what that means. You have all open centers. You take in energy from the external world and you're amplifying it back out. Mm -hmm. um, so you can look at all of these themes. Um, but for for the head, for example, that's, that's really around, a it's a pressure center, the pressure to know. So do I need to know the answer? Am I trying to be, am I pretending to be like right, essentially? Like, so if you find yourself like spinning kind of, I, I, I see a lot of people in my program that have open center that have looping thoughts. 
like kind of like anxiety, right? Where it's like, okay, that's not you. Got that's it. a reflection of external <laughs> that you're amplifying mm. because you don't know the right answer. So right. that's not your energy. So you can really look at that and say, okay, if now I'm aware that this is not me, then how can you use that or leverage that in like the Dr. Joe Dispenza breaking the habit of being yourself meditation and take from there. Yeah. So you could apply the cheat sheet and make it go on another cheat sheet and then go and use whether it's, I mean, Dr. Joe's works amazing. It doesn't resonate with everyone. It resonates yeah. with me. Yeah. Right. But whatever you use to shift, some mm -hmm. people use transcendental meditation. Some people go and use plant medicine. Some people use their yoga practice. Some people go to the church or the temple or the mosque and go and pray about it. Yeah. Whatever your medium of transformation is, you can basically overlap human design with that to say, right, this is my undefined center. This is the question. And depending on the answer, you can work out if you've got a looping pattern and go and apply it. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I've been seeing a lot of coaches lately that have like um, sessions around like time techniques and things like that to like shift beliefs and um, mm -hmm. eliminate limiting beliefs and so when you go into those sessions with these coaches if you're aware then of more of them because mm -hmm. you have your little cheat sheet in front of you that's a way more effective session than to come in with like what you think it is but maybe that's not at the core yeah why yeah. believe or think when you can know right yeah exactly exactly so um so that's the head so then the anja is around your thoughts so are you trying to be certain and so if there's, if it's open and you're taking an energy that's not yours from the external environment and then amplifying it, so someone doesn't know something or you feel like the pressure, it's, mm -hmm. it's trying to be certain. So that's a pattern that you can look for. And I pretend like, it's like saying that, you know, the answer when you don't know the answer, like that's a, a common thing that like a low expression for, for an open object center to, right. to be aware of. And then for your throat, it's communication. Um, so if your throat is defined, you have that consistent access to the communication. Um, but if it's undefined, the question that they ask in the body graph is, am I trying to attract attention? Ooh. Am I talking for no reason? Ooh. Do I like to hear myself talk? Like these are questions that you can ask yourself to say, like, because that's not you. That's a reflection of what you think you should be doing because that chatter in your mind is a reflection of external conditioning for that energy center. Hmm. Okay. So then G center, um, that's the triangle in the middle. So if it's, it will be white, if it's undefined, it will be yellow if it's defined. Um, and your G center is love, identity, and direction. And so the question that they ask is, am I looking for love and direction? Are you constantly looking externally for the answer versus internally mm. knowing what is meant for you? Ooh. So that's, that's a good one. And if, if you've had a lot of, if you've changed your life a lot, depending on who, what partner you're with and you have an open G center, that's, that's really something to look at. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, it's a common theme that pops up um, for ego or heart. That's your willpower center, right? So this is, this is a really interesting one, especially if you're in the business world, because this is all about basically self-worth and worthiness and needing to prove mm. So I never really resonated with this, with the statement that everybody kind of talks about with like, I'm not worthy. Like I, that didn't resonate with me, but I need to prove myself 
really resonated with me as someone with an open heart. Um, and so looking at my actions in my business and saying, am I doing this to try and prove something? Am I doing it? It's, it's essentially another way to, to phrase a should. Like, am I doing this because I think I should? I don't ask myself that question, but I'm like, okay, now I know that for me, it's a proving thing. Got it. And I can really get clear on should I be doing this or should I not be doing this for me is, is that my best interest based on, is it, am I trying to prove something? Um, so anyways, that's, that's a really common one that I see with people in my program. So I, I wanted to make sure that I touched on that one because proving is a really big word there. Um, solar plexus is your emotion, your emotional center. So this is a super common one. Um, I have it, most of my clients have it. It's really, really interesting. So your solar plexus is your emotional center. So when, what that means is if it's not defined, you're taking in other people's emotions I'm and you're amplifying them. Yeah. Do you notice that when people around you are upset, you are actually more upset than they are? Uh, sometimes. It's not with everyone. It's, but it's pe with people that I'm really close to. And then when my claircognizant intuition kicks in, like mm -hmm. someone that I'm not even physically around could be in a funky mood and I'll, I'll pick it up if I spend a lot yeah. of time with them. That's been really interesting. That's super interesting. So for me, the way that this manifests itself as a pattern is, I have an open um, emotional center and people that I'm closest to actually have closed emotional centers. So when they're feeling off, the way that my body reacts to that is one, I feel it more than they do because I'm taking in the energy of that center and I'm amplifying it. But then the action that results in that is I have a pattern of trying to fix it because if I make them better, you feel better. then I don't feel it, but mm -hmm. it's not my energy. That's not mine. That's not my responsibility. So using this belief pattern or this system or this, this like, this is a, a habit, a per, part of my personality. I got to make you better. Like I got to make people better. Like I have to fix it. I don't even know what my look, life would look like if I didn't need to fix those things. Right. Like, <laughs> and then I've, I've had a coach be like, okay, well, what's the secondary gain of fixing a situation? Well, I feel satisfied and I'm no longer feeling their pain. Okay, so how can you do that for yourself without having to fix it? How can you fill up your satisfaction cup without needing to fix someone else? How mm -hmm. can you fill your, you know, emotional well-being without taking on that energy from other people? So it's really just a cheat sheet into all of these patterns that are showing up in your life. And you can say, okay, where, what center does that belong to? It's open. That's not me. Mm. I can shift that. Mm. And also it's important to, to maybe consider that not all of these, not all behavioral patterns that you play out subconsciously are disempowering. Some of them are actually empowering, right? So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if it serves, yeah. it serves. Keep cool. those. <laughs> but it's the ones that don't serve, but this gives you the opportunity to, to ask yourself, okay, this pattern of behavior that I wasn't maybe even consciously aware of, number one, is it mine or not? Okay. It's mm -hmm. not mine. So I don't need it. Does it serve me or not? Or maybe it serves a bit and it doesn't serve in other areas. Maybe I can just shift being deliberate in how I allow it to be in my experience and then the rest of the time let it do its thing, right? Exactly, exactly. So hmm. beautifully put. Yeah. So I'm wondering, because I know you just shared that you have an open solar plexus or emotional center. Do you see any of those patterns play out or do you feel like... Yeah. 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 I'm not at liberty to say the most. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs>
<laughs> Picking up what you're putting down. You're like, I cannot share. People are going to listen to this. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was for like WhatsApp conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, hey, uh, you just illum- illuminated this thing for me. Yes. This, this yeah. really <laughs> um, but so, okay. So then the next one is sacral center. And so an all non-energy beings have this center open. So mm-hmm. that would be the reflectors, the manifestors and the projectors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for all of you listening, you're like, I don't really know my centers or I don't have it in front of me. If you're a non-energy type, you have this one open. And it's so interesting because that's like life force energy, right? And so if you have it open, then the not self theme or that the low expression of this is, do I know when enough is enough? This is where burnout comes in. This is where are you trying to be a generator? Mm. Are you trying to act like the 70% of the population who does have this defined mm-hmm. and therefore you're burning yourself out? because you actually don't have the energy hmm. um, for what you're trying to accomplish. This is people who are over-caffeinated, on the edge of burnout, and just, that's a negative not-self pattern. Yeah. It's not something to be worshipped, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which it is in our society. Like, oh, yeah, work hard. Like, bring yourself into the ground. Okay, please stop. <laughs> Do you know when enough is enough? Like, yeah. let yourself be okay with what you've done um okay spleen is am i holding on to something that's not good for me so maybe if you've noticed this pattern play out in relationships in your life um or even businesses where you're like i built i spent so long building this thing and i know it's not good for me anymore but i can't give it up mm-hmm. that's that could be an example of an open spleen pattern playing out um same with relationships like i've invested so much time like <laughs> It can't end it. It's like, okay, but mm-hmm. open spleen pattern playing out. It's like, you don't need to like hold down with a grip, like what's meant for you is out there and you're wired for it. Mm-hmm. It's not self seen is getting in your way. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one um, is your root center. And this is also a pressure, pressure center. So you've got pressure from the top and pressure from the bottom. So the pressure from the top from the head is like the pressure to know. Yep. And the pressure from the bottom is the root. And that's the pressure to do. Okay. So, um, so, you're like, if, if this is open and it's like the negative expression, you're like in a hurry to get things done. I have this open, um, it's like a really fun, open trifecta of open root, open sacral, open heart. So I feel this internal pressure to get things done that I don't actually have the energy for in my sacral, but my heart tells me that I need to prove myself by completing it. <laughs> it's so fun in business. Ah, yay! <laughs> and so, as a projector, that's like a horrible trick to, <laughs> to just be like, "God, Hardly run yourself into the Hardly. ground." But like, yeah, but knowing that that's not me. Like when I find myself doing it now that I'm aware of it, I'm like, "Okay, here's the ping." It's like it's almost like a little. What, what are those games with the balls that you ping? Um, ping pinball pinball. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pinball. It's like. Boop, boop, there's the pain like there's it starts from the root and it goes on up like and it's it's watching this internal pressure build mm. and then recognizing using my authority which is enough it's your decision making strategy in human design and so for me my decision making strategy is to talk things out is is this the right thing for me no okay stop yeah <laughs> so you can really use open centers recognizing the pattern and then take it through your authority or your decision making strategy to ask yourself because your body knows what's best for you your body knows if it's correct for you or not and your mind is the one who's playing out these not self themes. 
So if you can get into your body, if you can get into your authority, that will answer the question, is this for you or not? And then you can also use whatever modality you'd like to heal some of these limiting beliefs that come from these open centers. So it's kind of like this lovely self-development explosion (laughs) happens when you use your body graph. Got it, got it, got it. Well, my head is blown and I'm thinking like, I don't have a, I don't have a spleen, so I guess you know what that means. <laughs> what are you, let, let's create a coaching session on this. So what are you holding <laughs> on to? It's no longer good for you. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be going. And what we're going to do, do, guys, in the show notes, I'm going to put a couple of things you're going to love. Number one, link to Bodygraph and Jovian Archives. So you can see which one looks less sciencey to you or less intimidating. Yeah. Definitely going to put a link to Laurenator stuff so you can connect with her she does a 20 minute mini reading where you can get some initial insights into your human design if you've never heard of this stuff before human design is dope yo every single one of my coaching clients gets some human design in their life because when you understand how you process energy creating the translation of internal work into external outcomes becomes a lot easier because you can do it with a lot more flow so of all of oh, the yeah. work that we <laughs> whether it's with micro to millions, whether it's with uh, NFD beyond intention work or anything, like we always make sure we, we, we do that because this is a really, really, really great way to create flow. And what I love here is even in terms of like clearing and getting beyond junk that's keeping you out of the now, keeping you in like fight or flight, keeping you in survival mode, keeping you under stress, keeping you in anxiety and out of a conducive space to create. Here's literally a map to say, okay, well, I've not been able to create, I've been out of a conducive space because of this, this, and this, but when I actually just take, you know, take half an hour, an hour, to just go through my chart and ask myself, honestly, these questions, get my journal out, maybe sit with a friend or um, talk out whatever way you need to do that. And actually just say, okay, so these are some areas that I can work on. And then you can go ahead and micro shift through those. You don't need to take on the whole thing at one time. You can say, okay, where's so i would always offer start with a place of least resistance like where's the the line of least resistance start there get some momentum see the results log those anchor that in and then move to the next one then before you know it you could have like sailed through just started to integrate some massive shifts and transformation in your life exactly and what's so interesting is that when you find yourself talking to somebody else about your business just notice what you're saying notice Mm. if you're using any of those words like pressure Mm -hmm. or prove or worthiness like like for example like the ones for business owners especially is like solar plexus heart and root or sacral and well for me root but (laughs) um, those are really for me it's really fun um but so looking really at those like for example if you're pricing yourself way below what your market is threshold whatever like what, what the average is in your market like look at your heart is your heart open because that's like, I need to prove myself first. I can't price there. Like there's a worthiness piece Mm. there. And so there's all very tangible examples that you're going to see out, see play out in your business based on which centers you have open. Hmm. That's gangsta. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Very, very good stuff. (laughs) What are some, what are some, um, tips that you can give the guys who are new to human design in terms of like not falling down the rabbit hole of human design when they start to look at this stuff? Well, first of all, sorry, because you just entered the rabbit hole. Um, 
bow. You are in my web. It's more <laughs> like a spider web than a rabbit hole. So, yeah, so this is actually really helpful. Um, if, if you are just kind of like, no, I'm really into this personal development space and if this human design thing can help me on this journey and that's kind of all that you want to use it for, cool, start here and use your center. Like if that's all that you want. But if you're recognizing like, oh my gosh, this is like literally a map of who I am, how I'm energetically wired, how I'm meant to move through the world, how I interact with other humans. Um, the best place to start and what I always suggest is type strategy and authority. That's about like 90% of human design. So mm -hmm. what your type is, is there's five overall types, um, kind of like you would take like a Myers-Briggs or um, an Enneagram if you're used to things like that, archetyping. Um, and so there's five main types, and but underneath that, there's over 2 billion configurations of human design. So um, each person is very, very unique, like with all their centers, either defined or undefined, their strengths in there, that's the rabbit hole. But mm -hmm. if you do type, which is the very top level, each type has an associated strategy or how you move through the world, creating the least amount of resistance. Mm -hmm. um, and then authority, which is how you best make decisions. And if you're going to do the centers and you're like, okay, where's the next best place to start? That's the place. Those are the places that I would go. And if you're like, okay, you know, that, that feels like a lot, like decision-making it's huge. Like if you were to go and look at your authority or the way that you best make decisions and they're all body-based um, and you figure out or live, start living, tapping into your internal, your body's way of making decisions, it will change your life because you're not spending all of your energy second guessing yourself. Mm. You're, you're taking action. You're moving forward or not based on what your body knows is correct for you. You create more ease, more flow, less resistance. When you listen to yourself, when you trust yourself, because you know the answer, you don't need to look externally. It's the whole point of human design, you have it all within you. Mm. So you can establish like flow and certainty by having that relationship mm -hmm. with yourself, your inner knowing almost. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm in a lot of like, you know, business Facebook groups. And every time I see a question of what should I do? Because I mean, now that I say that you're going to notice it everywhere. Like, should I do this or should I do this? And I just want to type on everybody's thing, like, what is your human design authority? <laughs> and follow it. Stop asking other people the answer, you know, like people that are I'm friends with on Instagram that do the polls, like, should I do this or should I do this? I always respond back to them and say, what's your human design authority? <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> there's an open center that's causing you to believe you can't mm. do what your body knows is right for you and once we can understand this amazing groovy lovely goodness you shared us with us today and just have that little investigation that little um take that stock then we can just work out what's in the way and even just have that awareness going into decision making i don't know i don't know okay let me take a pause and check my cheat sheet Oh, maybe that's what's going yeah. on. Maybe I can just address that for a minute. Maybe get nice and present, let go of that story and then come back to asking myself the question and, and, and tap into my inner knowing. Exactly. Exactly. It's so powerful if you accept the fact that you have the answers. I love that. Lauren, how can the people connect with you in the internet world of Digitree? In the internet world. So on Instagram, I'm at un underscore Lauren E. Armstrong underscore. That's mm -hmm. my handle. I'm there every single day. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the best place to get in touch with me. If you want one of those free mini readings that Dan was talking about, um, I do 20 minutes, basically chart interpretations, the basic type strategy authority, and I can point out, you know, what centers are open for you if that's kind of the thing that's intriguing to you. Um, and you can grab one of those in the link in my bio. So. 
Brilliant, brilliant. And I'm going to put the links to all of this in the show notes as well, guys, so you can get that. Warren Ata, it's been just groovy as fudge kicking it with you again today. Do you Same. even school? Yes, you do. I <laughs> want that shirt. Yes, yeah, one of mine. Yeah. Okay, we'll, well, send me your shop link. We'll sort it out. We'll sort it. We'll sort it. Um, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Be sure to check out Lauren, hook up with her, go and get some. 20 minute tree wizardry. If you're in business and you want to start taking it to the next level from a space of flow, be sure to check out her work. It is Groovalicious. Um, she's actually coming in. We agreed this. Have we agreed that you're going to do my mastermind stuff now? I mean, you invited me and I said yes, and that's my authority. So I made the decision. Oh, so, that's happening, yeah. so yeah, Lauren's <laughs> actually going to be <laughs> supporting a couple of our masterminds next year. So lots of groovy stuff go ahead and join my facebook group there's groovy stuff like that i'm actually going to put the video of this on the facebook group so if you want to see us having fun and catch some other exclusive content be sure to go to dreamingdan.com forward slash facebook jump in there it's free there are no like cheeky sneaky silly stuffs it's been an absolute pleasure <laughs> hanging out with the Laurenator and you guys today sending you so much love inviting you to keep dreaming with your eyes open and keep choosing the abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.